Hi, it's me again, and what a lovely day it is up here in sunny Scotland. Yeah, all the way in Scotland. Left about eight o'clock this morning, and uh, I've been in Falkirk uh, about half an hour. I just wanted to come and look at this wheel thing on the canal boats. I saw it on that canal channel, and I thought, that's quite fascinating. We should go and have a little look at that, eh? So I'm up here, just over there, look. Yeah. Falkirk wheel. I thought I'd have a look at that and we can do normal walk and talk because this is much more picturesque than we're, we're normally doing. What an absolutely blinding day. I left Essex, it's peeing down. Get up to Scotland, look at this. What a day, what a day. So a couple of stories to go through and there's one, it was in the papers a lot and you lot wanted me to talk about it a lot. So have a look. Man thrown out of court in row over TV license fine. Oh yeah, that was, that was doing the rounds. It all kicked off. And they full named him again. They full named the bloke. If I stand like that, you'll be able to see the wheel thing, won't you? They full named the bloke in here. And uh, yeah, I don't like the charge either. It's an odd charge, do you not think? Have a look. The court heard that on May the 4th last year, won't read his name, did not attend a court hearing in Wrexham where he was found guilty of being in possession or control of a colour television receiver and colour television set knowing or having reasonable grounds for believing that another person intended to install or use the item or use them without a license as such a fine of 220 pounds plus costs and a victim surcharge and we're still yet to find out who this victim is in these cases was imposed and the defendant of look at that i won't read it but it's got his basically his full name and full address in there came to court with an application to reject that it's that charge isn't it I don't like that charge. Being possession or control of a colour television receiver without a licence. always make it sound like a bloody firearms charge or something, don't they? He was in possession of that without, a, without the correct licence. They've got to reword that. That's got to happen. I hope somebody in who deals with Capital TV licence or BBC or something watches these videos and gets that dealt with because... That's odd. That's an odd charge. Because you can own a television without needing to pay the licence fee. But the reason they have it like that is part of the scam, obviously, to trick people who read these articles in their local paper or whatever. So, yes, yeah, see, I told you, you have to have a TV licence if you own a telly. God, it's not true. It's not true. You can own all the tellies you want. You can own a television repair shop. You don't need one. It's crazy. There's not as many tourists up here as I thought there would be. But anyway, this one, going on with this story. So the defendant was asked to swear under oath that he didn't get the letter and was unaware of the court date in question. Then the hearing soon descended into disorder as the defendant got into a heated exchange with the judge about why he shouldn't need to pay the fine. And yeah, I mean, I'm not too hot on the court cases. Anytime someone asks me a question about the court cases, and yeah, I'm, it's not my department. It's not my department. All I am here to do is to help you not pay it. But when it gets this far, I'm not your best bet. I, when I have a question like this, I go, the link's in the description of all my videos, TV License Resistance Forum. Because they've seen it all, done it all, and they know it all. But he was asked to, to swear. All he had to do was take the oath and say, 
say he didn't receive the letter and didn't know nothing about it. But fighting that in, in court, it must be possible. You've got to be able to do it, right? He received a letter. How did he receive the letter saying he's got a fine and a court date? By talking to a goon on the door. There is no other way. They can't come out of thin air. So it shouldn't go this far. That's why I don't really advise on the court case stuff because as far as I'm concerned, there's no excuse whatsoever. It's nice around here. For it to go that far, is there? What excuse is there for it to go that far? The only way that could happen is if you talk to one of the goons. If you don't talk to them, you can't get that far. Oh, I hope you can hear some of this. It's dead windy, isn't it? It's dead windy. Nice here though, quite like this. I don't think I've got time to get a boat ride on the wheel, sadly. Don't think I have time for any of that. I need to go and check into the hotel and fill my face with whatever the local lager is. Oh, this bridge doesn't feel none too clever. Can you hear that? Can't swim either. So yeah, what else does it say? Because he was, he did kick off and then storm out, I think it was, yeah. As he made his way to the door, the 55-year-old could be heard stating effing joke to the anger of the judge who demanded that the defendant is brought back into court and the security team did not get the message to stop someone that ran exit the building, blah, blah, blah. It's, um, it's bad that it got that far. I can understand why it would kick off, but I know enough about this sort of thing to, you know, just law in general. I've been to court. I know enough to not kick off. But it's a bad one, isn't it? I'm gonna, what I'm gonna do is when I get a minute, I'm gonna have a chat with some people on the TV License Resistance Forum and get their thoughts on this. And then we can talk about that in another video. Because honestly, they, when it goes this far, they're the best guys to talk to. I wouldn't worry too much about a black belt barrister and all that, although he knows his stuff with the law. But these guys have, they, they own it, you know, it's what they do. So when I get a question, that's where I go. All right, what else we got? I mean, that bridge don't sound too clever, does it? So there was a story, I think, late last week or early this week, that BBC are cutting a thousand hours, a thousand hours of, of TV. They're not going to make a thousand hours of new TV, but they're still going to pay for orchestras and stuff like that. So that's good value for money for licence fee payers, right? But there is good news if you're a licence fee payer, look. BBC vows 100 hours of new TV comedy. 100 hours of new TV comedy. The figure, which averages two hours a week, is broadly in line with recent years, but well down on a 225 hours made in 2010. So the, the licence fee costs less in 2010. And if you're a comedy fan, you've got a lot more for it. So that's good. That's good, isn't it? I just, I, how anyone can defend the BBC at the minute is just beyond me. The money they charge uh, for what you get, it's just, it's not there. So over 13 quid a month, don't like this bridge. And compare it with, what's the basic Netflix now? I don't know, it's 5.99, is it? All right, you know, Netflix isn't for everybody. But if you look at the catalogue of what you can access and it's updated regularly and some world leading shows for nearly a third of the price, that's a bit more than a third, isn't it? But you know what I mean? Where is the value? Where is the value for the TV license fee? I don't get it. I don't get it. Do you get it? Let me know in the comments if you get it.
Right, I've seen all I need to see of the Falkirk wheel. I need a beer and a wee. That's stop a couple of times coming up. Stopped at some services near Leeds. Can't remember what it was called, a big one. And then stopped at Gretna Green. And uh, yeah, I need to go buy some petrol. Ready for the morning, because tomorrow night, I mean, I, the start of this NC500 thing that I'm doing is Inverness, but that's like another two hours on top of this. I just didn't fancy that today. I love driving, don't get me wrong, but um, I just didn't fancy it. So if I work the route out, I can build those two hours into tomorrow, and then I can stop at a really cool place tomorrow night, which you will see tomorrow. But I'm quite looking forward to tomorrow night's stop. I think it's a total of about five and a half hours driving. But by the time you chuck in, stopping for lunch and a couple of wees and the endless picture taking that you tend to do on these sorts of things, you don't really want to schedule in more than sort of five and a half hours driving in a day. I've done it before when I've done the Italy routes and stuff. I don't want to go down here. That's not how I get to the car. When I've done the Italy routes, I've scheduled in. I think, oh, I can do nine hours, no problem. I can drive nine hours, you can't drive nine hours, no problem. But it's not nine hours, because you've got to remember about the stops and the refueling and the eating and the taking the photos. And it, we, we did that, me and my co-driver in, in Italy once, and it turned into like a 12 or a 13 hour day. And we were the last ones to get there to the night stop. We got there, everyone's all full of pizza and beer in Val d'Azere. And uh, yeah, we weren't. I was quite sad about that. So I'm not going to make that mistake again. I don't schedule in more than six hours driving a day when I do these big road trips. Right, got some of your comments. Let's have a look. It's a bit thrown together, this one, because I've been driving all day. I don't have time to look at my phone. But I could have done this later in the hotel, I guess. It's not as picturesque as walking around here. And I wanted an excuse to walk around here. It's bloody lovely. Put your phone in microwave wrapped in tin foil on the 23rd of this month. Keep the shit away from you. That's probably a little bit excessive. Do you not think? I think that's a bit excessive, just because you don't want to get that government message. If you want to go that far, there is this, uh, what's it called? There's this fabric you can get. I bought a sheet of it, I can't remember what it's called, but I'll try and remember and I'll put it on the screen. It's, uh, what's that thing called that stops all electronic signals getting through? That's gonna bug the hell out of me. The Faraday, you can get this Faraday fabric. And I bought some because I wanted where I parked, where I parked at night, my when I had the Range Rover, it was like pretty much next to my back door. So anywhere in the house I have that key, someone could press the button and get into that car. And um, you can buy leather pouches for the Faraday thing, but it was cheaper to buy the fabric and make my own. Not a five or a sheet or something, it works brilliantly. So if you are that bothered, do that. But I don't think there's anything nefarious in it. I'm not going down the big conspiracy route. I honestly don't think there's anything nefarious in it. I think it is a genuine test message for a messaging system that many governments in the world use. I just don't want it on my phone, so I've turned it off. This TVL needs taken to the cleaners for good. Yes, TV licensing needs to close down. I mean, it bogs up the court system. They reckon there's a thousand people a week are prosecuted for TV license offences. So that's a thousand people a week that could go through the court system. Imagine how, how much more efficient the court system could be without TV licensing. Just for that reason alone, it's worth getting rid of. It is so nice. There's like all big 
they mountains in Scotland? I don't know, but it's tall back there. You know, I don't know if you'll be able to see it if I spin around. It's over that hedge. Can you see the skyline or is it all just blown out? It's probably all just blown out. I keep meaning to put a filter thing on here and I've not brought it with me. Never mind. I thought there was someone walking backwards filming you. God, every, every day I'm getting these. It's a long, it's a camera on a stick and it's got this gimbal thing. Here's another picture, look. And it's, it's kind of stabilized, right? So I can move it about all like this and it, it stabilizes. And they're not expensive. They're, you can, there's a newer one out now, the DJI Osmo Pocket 2. Where you can use wireless microphones and stuff built in on it. Or there's this one. This is my second one of these. If you shop about a bit on eBay, you can pick these up for 150 quid. Hi John, jealous of your road trip. You should have said I could have joined you in my bath with my English Bull Terrier stand. Ah, oh, like an English Bull Terrier. Like it. What a bath have you got? Let me know again in the comments. A bath specifier bath oil, which I did put in last year, but it's hard to get hold of. So I used a good but normal oil this year. Enjoy your trip. Yeah, I'd be careful with that. They want 1050 weight fully sin oil. There are some other manufacturers that do it. I wouldn't do a full oil change with anything else, but I did manage to get somebody and I got a litre in the end. But um, yeah, I'll, I normally buy it in. I'll, I get my oil changes. It comes in cans. I quite like the cans. I make good planters if you take the top off with the tin opener, the cans. I'll put a picture of the cans on the, on the screen. Selenia oil. I normally just buy them and the filter. And when I get the place to do the oil change for me, I provide the oil. Enjoy your trip, Clint. But your name's Graham Ritchie. So have you spelt that last bit wrong? Were you trying to call me something, were you? Hey, cheeky. Yeah, let me know what a bath you got. It was good, the bath, you know. I've done quite a few, like I said, I've been all around Italy in and a bath. And um, when I got my first one, when I come back from an Italy trip and I bought one, I wrecked the credit card and I woke up one weekend, I had nothing better to do. So I thought I'd just drive to Paris, have some dinner. And it was good on that. And I've been all around, many, many places in a bath. This is the first trip this one's had, because I've only had it a couple of months, and I... And it, yeah, faultless coming up here. Didn't use too much fuel. I think I averaged 45.8 to the gallon. I'll take a picture in a minute. Yeah, can't fault the thing. Can't. Oh, I did get a bit of leg ache in it. It doesn't have cruise control. You don't realise how good radar-guided cruise control is, like adding the Range Rover until you haven't got it anymore. But yeah, anyway, car's there. I'm not going to show you it because you've seen me number plate. Um, I'll edit this, try to. If the Wi-Fi's any good, I'll try and throw it up on, on Tinternet tonight. And uh, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow at the next stop. Drop me car key. Hope that doesn't happen somewhere. Ta-da!